Prepare your heart to be moved by God through the preaching and teaching of His Word as delivered at Truth Gatherer's Dream Center Church. Turn to Nehemiah, the sixth chapter, and I promise you all, I, I will adhere to the three B's this morning. I promise you, I am prepared. Be prepared, be brief, and be seated. Amen. I'm going to have the three B's because I know y'all want to go get the brunch or lunch or whatever you're going to do with your honey. Uh, I want to say uh, happy Valentine's Day to my beautiful wife of 18 years. 18 years. Sister Cherie Ezekiel. I love you, baby. Um, listen, uh, you know, we've been, been married 18 years. Our love has grown now. You know what I'm saying? It's an adult. We got that adult love. We ain't playing that, that elementary love. We got that adult love. We 18 years in. Amen. <laughs> amen. 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 Nehemiah, Nehemiah, we're going to continue. I'm a, I'm a, my assignment today is to continue the series that Pastor Joe started on last Sunday. And that series is Don't Come Down. Amen? Don't Come Down. And God gave me the title this morning as a subtitle. Don't Come Down, Remain Who God Called You to Be. Mm. Don't come down, remain who God called you to be. Mm. Uh, Nehemiah, the sixth chapter, verses one through three, read as such, and I'm read from the, the, the message Bible as Pastor Joe started on last week. It says, when Sanballat, Tobiah, Jeshem the Arab, uh, and the rest of our enemies heard that I had rebuilt the wall and that there were no more breaks in it, even though I hadn't yet installed the gates, Sanballat and Jeshem sent this message. Come and meet with us at Kepharim in the valley of Ono. I knew they were scheming to hurt me. So I sent a message. I sent messengers back with this. I am doing a great work. I can't come down. Why should the work come to a standstill just so I can come down and see you? Mm. Now, 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 that's the basis that, that Pastor Joe started with. Mm. And I say this, and, and, and let me preface this, and this, this is not in my notes, but God said, God told me as we were worshiping, you got to deal with some people before you, before you get started. Mm. When I say remain who God called you to be and don't come down... I'm not talking about them people that think they holier than thou. Mm. Those saints that say they never sin. Mm. Cause somebody tell you they never sin, they already sinning cause they lying to you. Mm. Because the Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Amen. So, 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 so we're not talking about, I'm not talking about these holier than thou Christians that, that want to be these super saints that, that, that don't never do no wrong. They don't never, they, they don't ever have a bad thought. They don't never cuss nobody. They don't never get mad and, and mess up. They don't do nothing. No, 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 I'm not talking about them. We're we, we talking about real Christians, real Christians that, that go through stuff. But God said, don't come down, remain who God called you to be. Now, no, 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 but then, I, I'll be honest, I was talking with a friend of mine yesterday at a mentoring program, and I told him the name of, 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 of the, the title of the sermon, and he said, uh, he said, well, do people know who... They are. Do they, they, do they know what they call to be? How do they know what they call to be? He said, and God said, well, well, in order first, you got to know who you are 
so you know what you're called to. And, and what God choked me to, he said, he said in 1 Peter 2 and 9, I told you that, but ye are a chosen generation. Ye are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you. Did I say stay who, remain who he called you to be? He's called you to be. A royal priesthood. Come on, come on, come on. And, and called you out of darkness and into the marvelous light. Mm, you want to know who you are? Yeah, 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 yeah. God said, God said, let me tell you who you are. He said in Romans 8, chapter 8, verses 16 and 17, he said this. He said, the spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. I'm going to let you know who you are so you, you can remain who he called you to be. He said, and if children, then heirs, and heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if so that we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified with him. You are a joint heir with Christ. Yeah. You are a joint heir. You want to know who you were called to be? I'm going to let you know. I'm going to let you know. Lastly, he says in Romans 8, 28, he says, and we know that all things work together for the good to them that love God. To them, prophet is with who are the called according to his purpose. God said, remain who you are called to be. God's, well, God wanted me to show you who you are. So you can know who you need to remain. God didn't say you were somebody holier. Never did he say you were supposed to be holier than thou. But he said you are a royal priesthood. And royalty just don't carry themselves any kind of way. Come on now. Royalty just don't carry themselves any kind of way. We, we, you're not supposed to carry yourself any kind of way. You're not supposed to be delving into any and everything. Come on now. Come on, come on, come on, come on. He said that you are joined heirs with Christ. You are heir to the kingdom. Come on. And he says you are the call because you love him. So, 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 so here we go. Here we go. We're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. The first point, the first point that God gave me was this. He said, no, in order for you to remain who God called you to be, he said, you got to know when it's your time. Mm. He said, you got to know when it's your time. A lot of times we try to move before our time. And, and he took me over into John chapter 2, verses 1 through 5. And he says there, it says, and the third day there was a marriage in Cana of Galilee. And the mother of Jesus was there. And both Jesus uh, was called and his disciples to the marriage. And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus saith unto him, they have no wine. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. This was a strange response by Jesus to his mother. And I'm going to be real with you. If I had ever answered my mama the way Jesus answered Mary that day, I wouldn't be here. I would be six feet under right now. He said, woman, Jesus saith unto her, woman, what have I to do with thee? If I ever talked to my mama and said, woman, Lord Jesus, Pastor Joe will be preaching my funeral. Please praise Jesus. But he said, Jesus said to her, woman, what have I to do with thee? Mine hour is not yet come. Jesus recognized. Yeah, you want me to perform a miracle. You want me to do something. But it ain't my time yet. 
Woo! I got to know when is my time before I, I don't want to move before it's my time because then I'm going to be out of order. See, and that's the problem. God said, some of y'all, y'all come down and you want to get out of order. You want to, you, you want to jump ahead. See, 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 it, it, it's like this. It's kind of like this. And God gave me this, this vision. He said, he said, it's like this. It's like, see, what, what happens is some, sometimes you get prophesied to that God's going to bless you with a husband. God's going to bless you with a wife. He's going to bless you with a job. He's going to bless you with this. He's going to bless you with that. And, 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 and the, the prophecy, let me explain something. The prophecy is to ignite your faith. Mm. That's the match to ignite your faith. God gives you a glimpse of what is to come. He gives you the He gives you a of what's the end. But He don't show you the whole process. Mm. Oh God. And see the problem with us today is we we have a very instantaneous mentality. We want it right now. We don't want to wait for nothing. See, we don't want to develop Galatians. 5 and 22 and 23 says but the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace long suffering oh, ho, 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 ho. What, what was that what was that that fourth one it's long suffering gentleness goodness faith meekness temperance against such there is no law we don't want to go through the long suffering we just want to get straight to the prophecy See, 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 God, God said, see, we think it's, we think when God sends us a prophecy, or God sends us a dream, or, or he shows us what's to come, we, we it's kind of like back in the day when you went to the DMV, or you went to the doctor's office, or sometimes even at the barbershop, they had this little red machine where you pull a ticket out of, and they had a number, and they had this little, little thing up top, and it showed the number, and they called a number, and the thing with that is, you knew when your time was coming. Because if you had number 22 and they were on number 18, you knew you only had three more people in front of you. The problem is when God gives us a prophecy, we don't know what number we are. We don't know where we are in the line of him fulfilling his prophecy to us. We, we don't know. See, we want everything right away. We want everything instantaneously. See, 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 give you an example. Give you an example. Perfect, perfect example. In preparing for this sermon, for Sister Tracy to have the, the, the scriptures to put on the screen, she asked me to email her by 8 this morning. Now, in old times, before email or whatnot, I would have had to send, I would have had to have everything ready and put it in the mail on Friday so she could get it on Saturday because the mail don't deliver on Sunday. Y'all hear me? Y'all hear me? Y'all hear me? But because of technology, I can send, I sent her the, the, the whole sermon, my whole sermon notes. I emailed it to her at 737, I want to think it was. I, I, it was like 737. I got it there just in time. See, we think we want everything instantaneous. We want God to give us the, pro the prophecy to come and then three days later the prophecy to be fulfilled. No, 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 no. We got to learn long suffering. We got to know when that's our time. And the problem is sometimes we jump ahead of God because we want what we want when we want it. We got to understand that it's not our time. And when we jump ahead of God, we, we, we come down out of being who he's called us to be. To try to manipulate the situation to get it our way. Let me explain something. Manipulation is of the enemy. Manipulating somebody to be in a relationship with you. Manipulating trying to get a job. Manipulating. Manipulation is not of God. Manipulation is of the enemy. Mm. 
See, we got to learn how to do what Psalms 27 and 14 says when it says, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. We got to learn how to wait on God. I know women, when they, when they get pregnant, they wish they could get pregnant and have a baby the next day. But it don't work like that. It's a process. It's a process. That baby has to grow. It has to develop. Point number two. Point number two. God said, God said this. He said, don't allow the attack of the enemy to make you come down. Don't allow the attack of the enemy to make you come down. On April 20th, 1999, one of the worst massacres in U.S. history took place at Columbine High School in Columbine, Colorado. Two young men that were 12th graders, uh, Eric Harris and Dylan Klebold, had made a plan and plotted and they had got made homemade bombs and they had guns and they went in and shot up the school. I know they killed a teacher, uh, they killed a number of students. But in particular, they got to the library at some point in their attack and they killed students in the library. But I remember the story too in particular. They asked the question, who in here believes in Jesus? And there were two students stood up. And when he stood up, when they stood up, they were killed. They were shot dead. They did not back down from who they are called to be. They knew they were Christians and they knew they knew they would be rewarded for standing up for Christ because it was a room full of students there and probably some of them they went to church with. Some of them probably they were in youth group with. They were in youth ministry with. But when they asked who would stand up, only two of them stood up. God said, don't Back down, don't, don't, don't come down from who you are called to be because of the attack of the enemy. Now watch this, watch this. In, 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 in uh, Daniel, Daniel uh, chapter 3, we, we know the story there, the story of Nebuchadnezzar and he had created this golden image. Mm -hmm. He had created this golden image and he had sent out this command that, that when the horn blows, uh, whoever that does not, not, not bow down to the golden image would be thrown into the fiery furnace. Mm. And there were three Hebrew boys, that, they called them Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego uh, uh, that, 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 that said, uh, Nebuchadnezzar, uh, we are not afraid, we, we are not finna bow down and worship no golden image. Uh, we only worship the one true God. So you can do with us whatever you want. <laughs> he said, look, 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 no matter what you do, um, we can, uh, you, you can throw us in the fiery furnace and say, look, my God is able to, able to save us from your fiery furnace. But even if he don't, 
When you, when you are called, you got to have a mentality that even if God don't do it, I'm still going to serve him. I'm still going to praise him. I'm still going to worship him. No matter what he does, if he does it, good. If he don't, good. But I serve the most high God and I'm not going to bow down to the enemy for nothing. The same way those two brave young students did not bow down because they saw the enemy with AK-47s coming at them. They, 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 they didn't bow down. They stood up for the one true God. See, sometimes what happens is we get, we get scared, and, and, and I'm sure a lot of those kids were scared. And they came down. But I wonder if they felt like Peter when, when God told Peter, when Jesus told Peter, he said, look, before the, before the cock crows, you're going to deny me three times. I wonder if they felt like that. I wonder if they had any guilt for letting God down because that's what I know when I've let God down, when I've backed down to the enemy and I've done it before, but, but, but God, God, I've, I, God, I've repented. I repented because of fear of the enemy. I backed down before, but but I won't do it no more. I'm with God. Look, look, even until the ends of the earth, God, I'm with you. Because God never left me nor forsaken me. But I'm not backing down at the threat of the enemy, no matter what it is. And I know we live in a in a day where with, 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 with racial tension, with police brutality, I'm not backing down. I don't, I don't I don't care. Whatever God said, I'm standing with God because I'm called and I'm gonna remain who God called me to be. Don't back down because of the attack of the enemy. This is a big one. This is a big one. This is a big one. The third point. The third point. I told you, I'm not gonna be long. I'm not I'm not gonna be long. We we almost done. I got two more points and I'm gonna sit down and we gone. All right. Uh the third point, the third point says, don't allow temptation to make you come down. Mm. Don't allow temptation to make you come down. And he took me over to 2 Samuel 11 chapter, very, very, very famous passage of scripture. But it's two stories in this that I need you to see that we, we got a contrast here. Uh, first it says, and it came to pass after the year was expired at the time when the kings go forth to battle, that David sent Joab and his servants with him and all Israel, and they destroyed the children of Ammon and besieged Rabbah. But David tarried still at Jerusalem. The kings were supposed to be in battle. David still in Jerusalem. David is the king. I need y'all to get that. Watch that. And it came to pass in the evening time that David arose from off his bed and walked upon the roof of the king's house. And from the roof he saw a woman washing herself. And the woman was very beautiful to look upon. And David sent and inquired after the woman. And one said, it is, is not this Bathsheba? the daughter of Eliam and the wife of Uriah the Hittite. And David sent messengers and took her and she came in unto him and he lay with her for she was purified from her uncleanliness and she returned unto her house. And the woman conceived and David sent and told and said uh, and, sent, and sent and told David and said, I am with child. And David sent to Joab saying, send me Uriah the Hittite and Joab sent Uriah to David. 
And when Uriah was come unto him, David demanded of him how Joab did and how the people did and how the war prospered. And David said unto Uriah, go down to thy house and wash thy feet. And Uriah departed out of the king's house and there followed him a mess of meat from the king. But Uriah slept at the door of the king's house with all the servants uh, of his lord and went not down to his house. And when they had told David, saying, Uriah went not down unto his house, David said unto Uriah, Camest thou not from thy journey? Why then did this thou not go down unto the house? And I should have gone on here. To but what it was, was here's the thing. Uriah understood that when they were in war, they were not to even sleep with their own wives. Okay? So here's you got two different people. You got David the king who's a come down out of his royalty. Because he was tempted because he was out of place. He was tempted by Bathsheba because he was looking at her from the roof of the house. Had he been in the house, he wouldn't have even seen her. But because he up on the roof, he see her washing herself and get tempted. But then and then succumb to the temptation because he sent for her to come and then laid with her. But her husband, who? The honorable one. Mm. He said, I'm not going to come down. I'm a soldier. And when we're in battle, we got to stay focused. See, the problem with some of us is we get distracted by temptation. God put it in front of you just the way you like it. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. And, 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 and you can't resist. You give in to your flesh. Look, look, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you this story. Just tell you this story. It's absolutely true. I went to the doctor. I've been having problems with my knee. Uh, I found out I tore my meniscus in my left knee. And I went to the knee doctor on February the 3rd, and I got on the scale, and I hadn't been able to walk. I had been walking, you know, pretty regularly over the summer and early September, and had some, some issues, hurt my back, couldn't walk. I was like, ah, I'm not going to do it. Then my knee started hurting, and I finally went, went to the doctor. They sent me to an MRI. But when I went to the knee doctor on the 3rd, they said I got on the scale. They weighed me, and they said I was 250 pounds. 5'8", 250, that's fat. I don't know about you, but that's fat. I was like, no, I got to get this weight off. Now, I'm black, if y'all don't know. I'm <laughs> and I'm from the South, okay? So, I mean, I like bread. Not only do I like bread, I like pasta, I like all, I like all that. But I said, no, I got to make a change. I got to make a change. So, for... From that time, for, for probably about two weeks now, I hadn't had any bread, I hadn't had any pasta, I hadn't, I hadn't drink nothing but water outside of some green tea. Because I said, no, I will not walk around at 250 pounds, but I had to make a made up mind. And, and, and don't get me wrong, watch, watch this, watch this. Last night, last night, we had, we had some grilled wings. From, I had grilled wings, me and my wife had grilled wings from California Chicken Grill. I got my boys some fried wings from Chicago Chicken and Grill. I, I'm around the stuff. I went to, I, was, I told y'all I was at a mentoring event. They had cake. They had cookies. They had uh, popcorn that was all cookies and cream popcorn. They had all of that. The temptation was there. 
But you got to have a made up mind that even when the temptation comes, I'm going to be who God called me to be. I'm going to remain who God called me to be. I'm not going to give in to the temptation. I don't care how fine she is. I don't care how good she looks. I don't care how much money he got. I'm not going to give in to the temptation. You got to have a made up mind. See, 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 because Matthew 26 and 41 says, watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit is indeed willing, but the flesh is weak. Come on. Look, look, I went home. My my parents got their vaccine vaccine shots, their first vaccine shots on on Friday. I went home Thursday and I went into the, the dining room to get a plate, paper plate. And my mama had old... Oh, nice looking pound cake over there. I said, sweet Jesus, Lord, I need you right now. But I left that cake alone. I left that cake alone. And you got to have the same made up mind when the devil comes to tempt you. Because here's the reality. The devil ain't going to tempt you with nothing you don't like. Am I right, James? When he tempts you, he going to tempt you with it just like you like it. Come on now. Come on. He ain't going to tempt you with nothing that you don't like. Watch this. Watch this. Galatians 5 and 24. We got to learn how to do what it says there. It says, and they that are Christ have crucified the flesh. You got to learn how to crucify your flesh. Everything for your flesh ain't good for you. Everything good to you ain't good for you. Trust me, I know. Ain't always been saved. Understand that. Come on, come on, come on. Let's be real about it. I'm, gonna finish. I'm, I'm, I'm about to finish. I'm about to finish. Watch this, watch this, watch this. The last point, last point. Don't come down to prove something to man. Come on. Woo. Can I say that again? I said don't come down just to prove something to man. Mm. There are going to be people that knew you before God touched you. <laughs> knew you before God came into your life. Mm. They know you. They know. They done known you since you was a little son. And they know how you were. They know how you used to be. But now that God and changed your life, you want to be all different. You prophetess this, evangelist that, minister so-and-so, pastor whatever. No, 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 no. You ain't got to prove. God said, don't come down to prove nothing to man. Watch this. He took me to Matthew 27, uh, verses 37 through 42. And it says, and set over his head his accusation written, this is the king of the Jews. Then there were two thieves crucified with him, one on the right hand and another on the left. Watch this. And they that passed by reviled him, wagging their heads and saying, thou that destroyest the temple and buildest it in three days, save thyself. If thou be the son of God, come down from the cross. You trying to check who I am? What? You act like I could just, like Jesus just couldn't get off the cross. I called Lazarus out of the tomb. But I didn't give sight to the blind. Come on, come on. It says, likewise, also the chief priest mocking him with the scribes and the elders said, he saved others. 
himself he cannot save. If he be the king of Israel, let him now come down from the cross and we will believe on him. Mm. You ain't got to prove nothing to nobody. Watch this. This is what I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to ask y'all a question. I need somebody to talk back with me. I know y'all can't talk online. If you're online, I need you to type it in, in, in the chat. How do you know an apple tree is an apple tree? Say that. What you say, Prophetess Wills? It bears apples. You know an apple tree is an apple tree by the fruit it bears. What God said to me is, how, he said this, he said, ask him one more. How do you know an orange tree is an orange tree? It bears oranges. God says, you ain't got to prove, you ain't got to come down to prove nothing to nobody. If I called you, you just bear fruit and they'll know you are who I called you to be. Mm -mm. See, you, you, see, see, people want you to prove stuff to them. You ain't got to prove nothing to them. God said you ain't got to prove nothing to nobody about the calling that I've got placed on your life. You just bear fruit. I was on a Zoom meeting a few weeks ago. Business meeting. This wasn't even a religious meeting. It's a business meeting. And I was doing, I was in a conversation with one of the other people on, 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 on the meeting. And, and he asked me, he said, he said, man, are you a preacher? You sound like a preacher. I said, well, actually I am. I'm you, pastor. He said, man, I could tell. See, 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 when it's in you, when you remain in your calling, you ain't got to prove nothing to nobody. What's in you is just going to come out. You ain't got to come down just to prove something because somebody said, oh, who you think you are? You prophet is this, evangelist that. God said, no, you just remain who I called you to be and bear fruit. But the problem is, what God showed me is this, the problem is some of y'all have uprooted yourself out of good soil. You're not getting nutrients. Since COVID, you don't even open your Bible. You don't even open your Bible. You don't praise no more like you used to. When church was in, you'd be here every Sunday, every Wednesday, whatever. But now that it's COVID, you, can't, you gotta worship online. You, you don't do that no more. And you're not getting the nutrients. You ain't getting fed like you need to. So when somebody challenges you about your calling, now you get defensive. And you come down feeling like I got to prove something to somebody. I, I still am evangelist so-and-so. I still am prophet so-and-so. I, I, I got to do that. I said, no, you don't. And see, I know, I know, I know what some Bible scholars out there going to say, well, well, Elder, what about Elijah? Didn't Elijah prove that he was, he was a prophet? No, no. You got to go back and read the word. See, 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 that's why you got to be in your word. Elijah wasn't proving anything about himself. Elijah was proving that God was the one true God. If you don't believe me, go over to Kings 18, 1 Kings 18, chapter, 20, uh, ver, uh, chapter 18, verses 21 through 24. It says, and Elijah came unto all the people and said, how long halt ye between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people answered him with not a word. Then Elijah said, uh, unto the, said unto the people, I, even I only, remain a prophet of the Lord. But Baal's prophets are 450 men. Let them therefore give us two bullocks and let them choose one bullock for themselves and cut it into pieces 
and lay it on the wood and put no fire under it. And I will dress the other bullet and lay it on the wood and put no fire under it. And call ye on the name of your gods, and I will call on the name of the Lord, and the God that answereth by fire, let him be God. And all the people that answered said, it is well spoken. Elijah was not trying to prove who he was. Elijah knew who he was. Elijah was trying to prove to the people who was the one true God. You ain't got to prove who you are to nobody. You just got to remain who God called you to be and you got to bear fruit. You got to bear fruit. See, see, bearing fruit is when temptation comes, you have intemperance. That's part of the fruit of the spirit. Yes, yes. Bearing fruit is, 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 is when you, when you, when you, when you, 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 you know your time. You have long suffering. You're patient. You ain't in a hurry to get what God had prophesied to you or what God says is coming. You willing to walk it out. You willing to walk it out however God has you to walk it out. God said, don't come down. Remain who God has called you to be. You ain't got to prove nothing to nobody. Just bear fruit. Get in a good church. For those of you who have not accepted Christ, God said, God said look, it's, it's time for you. It's time out for playing with God. It's time out for, for doing what you want to do when you want to do it. God said, I need you. You got to get connected. It's time for you to, to, to accept me as Lord and Savior. It's, it's time. Now, it's free will. Now, don't get me wrong. It's free will. But he said, it's time out. You got to get in good ground so you can get the right nourishment. You, you got to get in good ground and get the right nourishment. And this is not an attack on any other church. If, you, if there's another church for you to be at, go ahead and do that. But God said you got to be connected. See, you out there wandering in the wilderness and wondering why you ain't producing fruit. It's because you ain't getting fed. You ain't getting the nutrients that you need. You ain't getting the nourishment that you need. God said it's time out for that. So listen, listen, listen. What I'm going to say to you, look, if you are a new believer, if you just accepted God as your Lord and say, here's the thing. Look, if you are a new believer and God has laid it on your heart, you know God has a calling on your life and you've been running from it. You've been running from him, but you stopped running. God said, look, look, do you believe Jesus Christ is the son of, uh, son of God? If you said yes, uh, look, I need to ask you, do you believe that he died on the cross to save you from your sins? Do you believe that God raised him up on the third day with all power in his hands? If you've done that, you put that in the timeline. If you've done that, look, you are saved. We, we want to welcome you into the body of Christ in the name of Jesus. We bless God for you right now in the name of Jesus. Heaven is rejoicing. Right now, but I want you to text, uh, text born again to eight four five seven hashtag eight four five seven six. Text that right now uh, as uh, text born again. Now, if you're looking for a church home, if you just joining us and you're looking for a church home, if you're looking for a church home, look, look, say I, I, I want to join. Text join TGDC for membership. 
Text join TGDC to 84576 and that's for membership. We want to welcome you into the Truth Gatherers Dream Center Church family and the Truth Gatherers Victorious Church family. If you're in Monticello in that area, Jefferson County, Madison County, and you want to join Truth Gatherers Victorious Church, text join TGDC. We'll get it all squared away. 84576. Now, if God has laid it on your heart to become a tither, and I'm a I'm a promise you, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a tither, I'm a believer in tithing. Because the, the Bible says that he will open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there should not be room enough to receive it. That's over in Malachi chapter 3. He also says that he, he will rebuke the devourer for your namesakes. But he said if you don't tithe, you are cursed with a curse. Woo! My God. But if you become a tither, say, I need you to text, I tithe, that's for stewardship, I tithe to 84576. Come on now, come on, come on, come on. And I need you to do that right now. We welcome you. We are so glad that you've joined the Truth Gathers family. We're so glad that you've accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, that you are now in the kingdom. You are now in right relationship with God. And I promise you, I, I, I dare you, get fed. Get in a good church. Get fed. Join in with this church. Uh, look, if you join this church, get in Bible study. Be, be in worship. Look, be on, on, on our online church school. Look, we want to connect with you we want to make sure you grow you're getting the right nutrients so that you don't have to prove who you are that you are just bear fruit and people will know who you are amen amen we hope you've been blessed by this fresh word from truth gatherers dream center church pastor joseph davis and the congregation invite you to join them you can find more information by following them on social media just look up truth gatherers dream center church and we pray that God will bless you richly and abundantly in the coming days, knowing that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him.